Another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's your boy Aria. I'm here with Luke, and I'm here with Delacmo. And this is the first episode where all three of us are in the house, the new house that we've leased together. Welcome to this new journey that we're on. Last week it was just uh, D and myself, but now we've had Luke Lou the truth. Come back to the booth. Let's oh go. my god, <laughs> we have not heard that nickname in. <laughs> it's been a minute, right? It's a throwback. Yeah. It's a real throwback. <laughs> That's so weird because I remember. I think one time I w- I don't know if we were in Ottawa or in Montreal or something, but they were like, "Oh, Luke Lou, the truth." It was like one of our <laughs> friends, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah!" Like you know, we started podcast out with that shit. We're like, "No, I, I, that's a good callback." Now the truth has a joke for us. He's back on his joke flex. So Luke. So uh, I want to say I, I mean no offense by this joke, and uh, oh, I feel no. like sometimes people oh, no. take things too personally. <laughs> um, I feel like I have the right to say this because I'm, I'm involved in this, and I don't know if this will be funny. This might be sad, but basically, you know, um, this week a bipolar girl broke up with me, and that's kind of fucked up when you really, really think about it. When you really dive into it, because that means none of her fucking personalities liked me. So I had like six shots and all of them were fucking misses. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was interesting. I, I don't know what you I was what? expecting, but it was not that. <laughs> Do you know what? No, no, no. Like, I think I spoke about this earlier, but I got to speak about this again because no, Luke has actually been studying. I feel like, you know, like you're always listening to comedy like shows. You're always listening to stand-up specials and fully, truly turning your pain into a great joke. Yeah, no, that's that's another. Yeah, you, should, you, you went up another level, buddy. I got to recognize you on that. That was good. That was good. Okay. That was well, good. Done. well done. Well done. I just uh, got to, you know, get in and out of three more relationships and I'll be ready for my you know, <laughs> like three-minute open mic set. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yo, that's motivation to get in relationships, man. You can fucking start a fucking stand up comedy. This is the yo. this is the Taylor Swift of Comedy Central. Oh yes. yeah, oh shit! Like, bro, branding done. You know what that could be? Yeah, that's fucked up too. Because she'll be like, so like, why do you even like me? And I'll have to like bullshit something. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what? This is like, like mid material we'll see what we'll we'll see what it becomes you know kind of thing bright idea like a light bulb on my head invite your exes to the comedy show (laughs) (laughs) okay wait i have a idea wise guys (laughs) 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 (laughs)
<laughs> like some sort of events, right? Like, a, like you know, you were a stand-up comedian where you were like an artist. And you're nothing like special. Like you're not like yet, maybe like you're not like the like the weekend where it's like the weekend's inviting anyone. They're probably going to come out to the show, right? If you were like you know like a low-level stand-up comedian, well, like just start getting started, and you invited all of your exes, what percentage do you think would show up to an event? Like. Any type of events, like what percentage of your exes do you think would show up? Depends on how cool you are, how good the dick was. I'm asking you, like I'm asking you oh, guys specifically. Oh, oh, like oh, one or two of them might show up. Yeah. What percentage? Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not asking for the number, like of people. I'm at percentage wise. Is it like forty percent, maybe? Oh, that's a heavy number. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I thought anything less than fifty wasn't heavy. <laughs> I thought like forty, which is not bad. Yeah, forty is not bad. Forty percent of your ex would would come to a comedy show if you do it, and you invite. Yeah, them. how many exes do I have though? That's the question. Let's, that. let's yeah. say not a comedy show, right? Because that's kind of specific, like just an event in general. Hmm. That's that's like point. in other contexts, let's say if it wasn't you inviting, like they probably yeah, would. See, I'm not going to give a percentage because that's going to expose me. So I'll just have one or two of them, maybe. That's the only <laughs> that's, that's That's what it'll come to for me. <laughs> maybe. And I'm saying that maybe, like if they're having a good day. Hmm. I, I honestly don't know, man. I don't know. So one I, or two I, as well. One or two as well. Yeah. Safe answer. So what happened to the 40%? <laughs> Are you saying if it's a comedy show, like now it's gonna be like now that's an event, right? You know, you're not like you're not coming to see me, like type of thing. Like you know what I mean? Like, well, I guess you are. I feel like a comedy right. show is just a lot cooler. You know, it's like a it's like a cool event. But like Bro, you know, you're any event brave to go to a comedy show. Like hey, what if you get a tomato thrown at you in front of all your exes? <laughs> Well, no, what if the other one's throwing it at you? That's probably what's going yeah. on. I mean, they, they'd have a great time then, right? Yeah, I, I was thinking more like they're afraid that you're going to, like, like, like you know, do crowd work against them. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I feel like that's that's more, yeah, why they wouldn't come. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if an ex gets to know that, like, I'm inviting them to a comedy show, they'd most likely think, oh, he probably has one or two things to say about me in that comedy show. That's why he's inviting me. But, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we can move on. Right. right idea. Do it. I just believe your comedy career is bright, buddy. That's that's what all this comes down to. Truly. Well, on the, on the quick, point here, though. quick point here, because I guess the follow-up question here is, I heard this saying uh, a while ago, I think when I was younger, where it was like, if you are friends with your exes, that means like you guys were never like actually deeply emotionally connected. How do you guys feel about like that statement? Uh, why, like, is, what's the, like, if I could hear the reasoning behind that statement, that might make sense, but like, at face value, it doesn't really make sense. Okay. Well, like, why, why do they say that? I, I, I have my own reason, but I just wanted to hear what your initial reaction was. Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Oh, like, yeah. Like being, what, what do you term as being friends? Like I can be cordial. Like I feel like being yeah. cordial with people is like, all right. But like, I don't know yeah. if you'd like you know be friends with them like you know like oh i'm going out like i don't want to see you when i'm going out with my friends not necessarily right. you know what i mean but like if i see you like I, you know it's cool you know like yeah, yeah it's cool straight. yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Like that's that's pretty normal, you know. Like I'll, yeah, like so like I'm about being fr- yeah. If they become friends though, <laughs> like yeah, like I mean that's some you know interesting shit. Like I feel like I won't say like you didn't have a deep connection. I say if you're still friends, you guys still want to fuck each other. Like you know, like or like, you will when, when you up, say. Like, when you say like friends, are you talking about yeah? Like you're talking about what he's talking about here. Or are you talking about like a Jerry Seinfeld and Elaine Bennis type of friend? You know, where they're like broken up and they like see each other every day and they hang out. Like, like friends. I For think whole. more the latter, where it's like people are trying to like make an effort to keep that other person in their life instead of like I'm not obviously going to be a dick to you, but like I'm like gonna. Not only am I gonna like not try to see you in some ways, I might try to like avoid seeing you, sort of thing. Like if I know you go to certain places and like I don't really want to see you, like I'll, I'll stop going to those places, kind of thing. Not because to spite them, right? Like I'm not saying like this is like a spite sort of thing. It's more like I just want to keep my distance, kind of thing. Okay, and and the reason I say this is because for me, right, like I feel like I've been in a lot of situationships where there wasn't a lot of emotion involved and I was really comfortable with that. Like, you know, I would be comfortable seeing them, but they weren't with me. And then I've also been on the recipient where like there was a lot of emotions and when it ended, I just genuinely didn't want to see them. And from my perspective, the reason that makes sense is because like if you guys do have like a pretty intense emotional connection, like you're not going to like break up over like nothing. Like it's it's gonna be for like a good reason, and that reason probably like sucks, and it probably hurts. So even if it's logical, like so, that's kind of my rationale. I mean, like afterwards, you wouldn't want to like make an effort to see this person anymore in any context. You're kind of like in some ways you're almost like distancing. Yeah, but like what? That, I feel like that does happen, but I just don't think that's the only thing that happens. I feel like even like those that are in intense connections, like they break up. They take a like three four month break with each other, start doing the friend thing for like a year year and a half. Like Penny and Leonard, do this friend thing for like three four years, five years. Excel, yeah, fuck it. Like now, They're like neighbors. let's They're just also neighbors. Okay, fair. Okay, but like I mean, <laughs> have no that's choice. Exactly. Each other. <laughs> I was I was going with the Seinfeld theme and bringing sitcoms as examples. I'm sorry, I failed. I'm gonna <laughs> take my okay. L. It's okay. <laughs> I'll take my L. But whatever. <laughs> They get back together or friends or whatever. Then that happened to friends too. They get back together. They're like, oh, we're meant for each other. Get married, fucking run away. Like, you know what I mean? That happens with like, you know, people always say marry your best friend, some shit like that. I feel like there's, there's some people that like, you know, oh, get together, break up, best friend, whatever, get back together. Like, do you think it's reasonable to say that if you broke up, like you weren't like you just by breaking up, you weren't as close as you thought you were. No, because if if you did really have that like deep, intense uh, connection, you wouldn't break up, you know, there's there's like one way you can go down. I'm, I mean, I've been in a situation in the past where like, okay, yeah, like I got my heart broken. Right. And I wanted nothing to do with that girl. You know, I was, I was pissed, you know, and like I held anger. For like a little, like a, quite a bit of time, we didn't speak for quite a bit of time, and then there was a point where I didn't want to hold that anger, you know. So it's like we 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 met and we we spoke and we didn't like continue to hang out or like see each other even as friends and things like that. But you know, I got what I needed to say off my chest, and then I was able to be much clearer. And now, like Dee said originally, like we're cordial, you know, and like okay, like every once in a while, like, like you know, there'll be a what up, you know, if if the opportunity arises, but. Not really like an effort to 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 go make it see that person, you know. Yep. 
I don't know. Like, I think the, the, the like if you're friends after the fact is really I think that's more dependent on how you handle your trauma than whether or not you had like a deep connection with that person in the first True. place. Like that's, that's kind of like how I look at it. I agree with what Arya's saying. I was gonna say too about like if like you know like I feel like relationships that end on like like really really bad terms and people that can't like you can't even just afford to be cordial with each other anymore then yeah like were you like you know now back to your question were you even was that even a deep enough connection like kind of like what Arya was saying so it was like you should at least be able to get to a place where we can like be in the same room with each other and be cool yeah. no one else no one else is thinking oh is there something going on <laughs> Like, if right. you ask me, I think the deepest connections are going to, like, you like you can't, like, erase them completely. You yeah, know what I mean? They might can. not be as, as viable as they once were, you know? And, like, there might be other factors that prevent things from working with that person. But, the, like, by definition, I would say the deepest connections should be able to withstand the test of time, you know? And that's not to say that, you know, like, oh, you're, you're going to get back together with that person, you know what I mean? But it's just not something that you can forget that like that yeah. you know and like like yeah. cut like that's that's a lot more painful than you know just being like oh like at least like everyone like once a year maybe i say hi on like a birthday or something like that you know like yeah. that might be an easier way to yeah to, to handle that. That. but yeah. in all fairness that is a very difficult thing to explain to your new significant other it is that does not go down easy you know so yeah. then it's like okay if you're not in touch with your ex you know then there's another factor that's involved and it's like okay you're a new person do they have an issue with that and that can also affect your relationship with them too i okay i find this interesting right because i'm i i think you can not be friends with your ex and be cordial right like that that's where my mindset is at like because you're saying like okay so a couple things that drink was strong that's all i'm gonna say um (laughs) i'm saying breathing fire okay like audience like luke our, no, it's Luke and I are drinking some serious liquor. <laughs> Shout out, Luke. Let's go. I, I mean, Arya is a super just the addition of, of iced tea. It's just yeah. diluted a little bit, yeah. Um, but mm. I think my, my my a couple things, like, was one thing is, like, I think you can be in the same room as your ex and not have it be awkward and not have it be intense without being friends with them. I'm okay with that. Like, and I think I would be at that point with all of my exes, but... I still wouldn't categorize them as my friends. And there's a couple of reasons for that. I think one of the reasons is because most of my exes, we didn't start off as friends. We got into the relationship, right? So it's like they were strangers and they were my girlfriend sort of thing. Um, Mm. But then the other component of that is I find it interesting how Arya is saying like, if you have a really strong, deep and meaningful connection, one, why would it end? And maybe you didn't say that, but like, this is how I'm kind of like thinking about it and saying it like, one like how why would it end and then why did why wouldn't it stand the test of time and then two why would it like leave these type of lingering bad feelings and for me i think it's exactly because it's deep that it leaves those bad feelings like i don't think like i think your rationale for why that doesn't make sense is exactly for my rationale for why it makes sense because when when something doesn't matter you can let it go easily like that's i guess that's where my head's at but if things really, really, really matter, you can't let it go easily. Like it lingers and it, and, it, and it hurts. You know what I mean? And that's to me the reason why you can't really be cordial anymore because like you're not going to be able to think about certain things 
without like bringing up other memories and pain associated with those memories, no matter what it is. Right. So to me, like your rationale for, I guess, like why it doesn't make sense. Like you guys probably weren't that deeply connected and maybe like you would say, like you're looking for certain things and this person satisfied that like, to me, like that deep connection is the reason why you can't be friends anymore. Like, it's just like you had that. So to de-escalate backwards is so painful. Like you wouldn't even want to do that. It's better that you guys stay as strangers. Sort of thing. It's in, I think this comes and I don't think there's a right or wrong here. I think it just comes down to like this It's a very like in your face question. And it ultimately boils down to like, would you rather, you know, keep something that you very much care about in your life, even at a fraction of its overall value, just because mm-hmm. you can't live without it? Or would you rather want no reminder of it all? Mm-hmm. I think like people will process that very, very differently. Yeah. But like some people like can't live without certain things. But some people because they know they can't live with certain things, they will cut it out of their life entirely. Is maybe it's the same thing with like people trying to like cut out addiction from their life too, right? It's like you either quit cold turkey or you're taking a steps. Mm. Like that's that's kind of what I'm relating, like what I'm hearing right now too. I don't know if I'm on the right track there. No, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree. I don't know. I think maybe it's just also different approaches, right? Like different types of relationships, different types of attraction and yeah. Because I guess the other thing I always think about was like, you all, you, you talk about this, like standing the test of time, but I genuinely believe that like a relationship is like multiple things. It's like person, which is the most important part, but it's also time and place. Like you could have an encounter with someone who potentially is your soulmate for a short while. And then they live somewhere totally different and they move, they go back there. It's not going to work anymore just because of that distance place. Right. Maybe there's a person you're compatible with, but they just got out of a relationship and you want to be in a relationship time. Um, so person is the most important factor, I think in any circumstance, but like, there's also a time and place component, right? Like maybe you get into a really deep relationship with someone and then, you know, they start having health problems and like, it's, it's unrealistic for anyone at the beginning of a relationship to like really be able to deal with something like that. Right. So it's like, uh, I, I don't know. Like I, I do get like the emotional connection part, but I, and I, I think you would probably even agree, but like it's it's a bit too, I think, cut and dry to be like, oh, if you guys had an emotional connection, it would work out. Like it's I don't necessarily True. think that's always the case, right? You're right. Well, if I'm taking the advice of a 45 year old that whooped my ass in basketball, mm. I'll never get married. Oh, yeah. maybe I will get married, but it will be to someone <laughs> younger than me. We won't have kids, and I'll make sure every day for the rest of my life I'm drinking at least one glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, so no, that's a, that was my that was my weird attempt at a good transition. But yeah, essentially, no. <laughs> Segway King, we got oh, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we we played basketball against um, uh, against this like yeah forty five year old guy. It was like me, D, and like one of our friends. And dude was pretty good, you know. He wasn't even like a, like a buff guy at all, you know. He was like, he was like average size dude, kind of lanky, you know. And but you know he had good stamina. Talking to him, he's like forty five years old. I was like, man, you move like you're thirty. And he's like, there's I'll yeah, tell you, like old man. Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Things we thought we'd never see, but 2022 <laughs> made us believe. <laughs> I am I am moved to the suburbs and started sending out old man. <laughs> I moved, let's be honest, I moved from one suburb to another. So <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but he we asked him he was like, let me tell you the secret to life. It is marry someone younger than you, don't have kids, and drink wine a lot of wine yeah yeah he said that yeah and i was that hits hey man like yeah like he's onto something there for sure you know (laughs) (laughs) what like my type of guy you know like honestly because like he was whooping okay i don't think Arya like explained what was going on this man ran circles around all of us all three keep in mind like, I'm not good. Like, I'm decent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm okay. I'm not good at all. Arya can speak for himself. Sundave would say he's on Arya's level. And Arya Sundave is not on my level. I'm going to tell Sundave right now I'm better than his ass. So, all right, like, <laughs> okay. I was trying to be nice about this whole thing, but oh really, like, okay. like, let's be honest so, here. But okay, continue. So, you know how Arya feels. <laughs> but essentially, we played two on two. And, every like, whoever's team, like, Whoever's team had this 45-year-old dude won the game. Like, And he played with all three of us on his team because it was two-on-two, so we all rotated. And it was like he won all three games, meaning whoever he played with managed to win the game. And it was just like, damn. <laughs> it was like he could make which the worst of us <laughs> win a game against the two best of us. And, like, you know, the same with, like, every other person. So I was like, bro, like, how are you doing this, man? Like, this is crazy. And he was just like, yeah, man. And he told us those three things, and I was just like, wow. I felt like, you know, that was just, like, wisdom from the gods right there. <laughs> Through that guy. <laughs> right in his mouth. And, like, you know, he seemed like a really chill dude. Like, he was cooling. He's like, I do this, like, every Saturday. Uh, like, I, I, I traveled for work, and, like, I just, you know, ate out a bunch. And, like, I just needed to do this and get it off. And I was just like, wow, like, you know. That's 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 a great lifestyle, you know what I mean? That's something like you know I'd hope to be doing at forty five, like you know what I mean. So and man, yeah, like that he was, was kind of what not was. running out of energy. Like we were like no. hands on knees, we were like <laughs> exhausted, we were dripping, we were we were some of like we were not having like the best time at some no, at certain points, no. but. This whole time he was like, "Sheesh, man! Like, how old are you guys?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, kept, he, kept guys. he kept claiming us, but nah, he was a, he was a stand-up dude, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, we're definitely gonna have a couple more runs with him, for sure. I mean, like, okay, if you want to dive into this whole like like younger woman kids and and wine thing, I think they each deserve like their own attention. <laughs> yeah, right? like, like I would say, like for sure, I can see why he has reason in terms of the kids. His kids are stressed, you know. Kids yeah, are stressed. Yeah. Like, have I you was, ever looked at a picture of your parents before you were born, and and like now, or not not now, maybe like ten years after you were born, right? It looks like they've almost aged, like like a lot more than they should have, and that's like your yeah. fault. <laughs> you, yeah. you start no, to internalize that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was actually even gonna say like we just went to Walmart today. When immediately we got out, like, you know, it's Walmart in Toronto. I didn't think those existed, but thank God for Walmart. <laughs> so um, we went out there, and uh, immediately we got out the car. There's a mid, like, I don't know, like a SUV right beside us, and it's just a mother leaning back in her car. Minivan. It was a minivan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the car, and, like, I don't know how many kids were in there, but there were more than three. 
like more than two rather so like maybe three or more all just fucking screaming <laughs> at the same time and the mom was going off <laughs> she was going off on all of them like while laying down like she had her like you know chair reclined and everything i was just like like well, the boys were talking i was like guys did you notice that fucking war zone <laughs> that's what i called it. it was a war zone in the car like i'm just thinking about how much that would age you and just like how much stress that like casual just she's not even shopping so someone's probably shopping maybe her friend or the dad is shopping you know what i mean like she doesn't have to deal with that stress all she has to do is like stay with the kids <laughs> and like that couldn't even be <laughs> like so just imagine being a parent and that being your reality 24 7 yeah you probably wouldn't have time to play like you know like all the sports you'd be playing would be with your kid or like coaching your kid or something like that so well some people make it work though i don't know it's no, not like shots like they, yeah. they they do they do a good job for sure. But like mm-hmm. let's like let's be real, it has serious health effects on you over the years. Like that's no, that's, the, that's what I was trying to drive home. It's like yeah. you know, health impact is so severe. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Worrying about someone, you know, it takes a couple years for me. I definitely think that. I don't know, but yeah. It does like well what health effects like like I mean yeah. Well, well, what kind okay. of? Why would you think then? Okay, where where do you think the justification comes from? Like a younger woman, how does that play into like being able to like maintain like a fit and happy and like achieving a lifestyle? And this is for men specifically. We are not women. We can't give a woman's perspective about dating an older, younger man. Anyone who's going to listen to this and be like, oh, man, you know, like about guys, like dating younger women, blah, blah, blah. No, this is a specific example. We're giving our opinion. So what are your thoughts? It has, like, for me, like, you know, it gets dirty really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> for you, specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, 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 that's all I'm going to say. Luke? I think that's, like, a big, like I won't like lie and say like that's not like a big proponent of it, right? Like you know, like I can imagine like like you're saying this guy's like in his forties and it's like like I can't imagine if he was like with a person in that age, like it would have the same type of sex life as he does with Ooh. his young wife. Like it's this kind of like really Yari? I was going to ask, like, when when he says, like, marry someone younger than you, right? Like, do you see him? Luke, we're describing to you, him to you as, like, you know, it's, like, lanky, um, like, decently attractive, like, 45-year-old man who's fit. Like, how young do you think his wife really is when he says young? Like, for a 45-year-old man in that condition, what, what would you consider being, like, young? Like, to the point where that could change your life drastically. That would change your life drastically? I mean, like he's he's attributing like a lot of his lifestyle and like his his state of mind to having a young wife. So I feel yeah. like his wife has has definitely changed his lifestyle. Yes. Oh, so you don't know his wife's age? No, no. We don't. He just said young. Oh, okay. That's it. But oh, I want to guess. I want to guess. Oh, let's say oh, in their twenties. Oh yeah. Maybe twenty-five like, to twenty-eight. Yeah, like oh. mid to late twenties, I would say, or early. No, but if you're asking me what I think yeah, is I think young for a forty-five-year-old, I think like. Anything under like 35, 36. Yeah. Okay. I'd agree. I'd agree. I'd agree. Honestly, I think a lot of people would say 40. You know what I mean? Like, 
I think it has to be more than five years. It has to be more yeah, than five Yeah, and he's 45. He's 45, so. Right. It doesn't have to be, but I'm assuming. I think it's just but, the perspective, like you're asking, like what keeps someone young? If you're with a young but, person, they're going to have a young mindset. They're going to have a bigger, you know, they might be less cynical. They might think that, you know, there's more potential and opportunity in the world than someone true, who's lived a little bit more years. Right. Um, and he's that type of person. So if he was with someone who has a similar mentality and a similar age group, they're going to kind of like echo a lot of the same things he, he wants, maybe reaffirm them. And whereas a young person might be more challenging and like, they might push you to do things that you want, but you may not even like think that you can achieve anymore. Like young people, like they, we think we're in, like, we think we're invincible. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. think we're at a point in our lives where maybe that's starting to be evaluated, but like there wasn't like a question <laughs> when you were me. like, Younger, I'm still invincible, baby. Okay, fine. Like maybe we're not in that age group yet, but like I, I, I think you guys know what I'm saying. Like, like you know what I mean. Like we're in the age group now. We're like, we're not thinking about like oh, like I don't know. Like I think our us versus younger versions, like younger people. That's a example for compared to like a 40 year old versus like a younger 20 year old but yeah you're asking like how how like they would like be compatible well she has a different mindset and i think her mindset uh is is alluring to him the other good example to think about is like you know there's a classical uh, conversation about donald trump and um what's it called um fucking hell i'm he's slipping my mind the current president oh joe biden joe Joe Biden. biden right when you look at Joe Biden, this guy looks like a fucking walking corpse. Like, that's what people say. Like, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, there's been several times in press conferences where this guy, like, has is reading off notes. And, like, he doesn't, like, he gets shit wrong still. But Donald Trump, like, not that far apart in age than Joe Biden. But much, like, mu- oh, yeah. I would say, when at least when you hear this guy talk, like, much more charismatic, right? Like, much more energetic. He seems, from a very, of like, a wide plethora perspective, much more in life. And I think that can largely be attributed to the fact that he is still like kind of in this young person's game. Like he's still hustling. He's still building businesses. Like he's not waking up and like getting tea and like thinking about like how to like ease himself into the day. Like he has like he's waking up and it's like, go, go, go. There's things that he has to do, the shit that he wants to get done. Right. And that mentality almost keeps him young. Like Donald Trump, I know all memes and like I'm not talking about him as a person, but like I think anyone can recognize that. He, like, you know, is quite, like, well for his age. Like, you know what I mean? Not the most fit, but, like, when you evaluate his lifestyle, like, it sh- he shouldn't be this healthy. And I think it's mostly just his, like, fucked up mentality where he's, like, I have so much more to achieve. I have so much more to do. So, like, he kind of almost wills himself into, like, being alive and young. So, Joe Biden is 79 years old, which is like that should not be allowed uh and um donald trump is only three years younger at 76 three years yeah, yeah that's what see that's what i'm saying like you wouldn't you would think joe biden is fucking like 15 years older than donald trump dude yeah joe biden donald joe trump biden. is almost 80 like if he becomes tries to become president again he'd be like 78 79 he's gonna be a modern age winston churchill <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I think we're gonna get canceled just for that comparison. <laughs> but, hey man, learn your history. That's that's what you, that's what you're coming to us for. But no, just taking my head out of the gutter. I think like Luke, what Luke was saying was like spot on. I think uh, I was gonna say sense of adventure. You yeah. know, I think that's something like you know a younger woman is giving him right now where everything is still fresh, you know, like kind of like Luke is saying, like, you know, your spirit hasn't been crushed. You're less cynical. Like, hey, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's go snowboarding. Let's go, let's do that. Let's travel here. I want to do that. I want to go here. Like, like I feel like a younger woman is always going to want to do that. Like, you know, as opposed to, oh, I am fine. Like, just chilling at home. You know, like, let's just cook some dinner and sit down and, like, you know, like, have hang with the kids. I'm worried about the kids. You know what I mean? Like, something like that as opposed to, and I just think sense of adventure. Let me not get there. Like, you know what I mean? What Some think, married women have a sense of adventure, but, you know, in a 23-year-old. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you. My bad. I thought you were done. <laughs> now I feel awkward. <laughs> I was going to ask, what do you think has more of an impact, the kid or the wife? I think your wife. Your wife will determine the kid, no? I guess, like, okay, I'm asking, like, I guess, net impact. You know what I mean? Like, net. Can, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, like, definitely the kid has to come from the mother. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, we're in a baby mama economy, too, still. So. Yeah. Or, like, surplus. <laughs> Right, it's not an economy. Oh. <laughs> <It's a call. laughs> Baby Yo. mama economy. Yo, Lee, get you rich put that on a t-shirt, bro. Baby mama economy. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Please. Yo, what's up with this t-shirt collection? <laughs> do we have a, do we still have that Google Doc? <laughs> we need to, we need to. It's a baby mama economy. <laughs> it's a no okay um shit ah fuck i don't know what i was saying but yeah hand it over to Arya. (laughs) i asked you a question (laughs) luke do you care to answer the question uh kid kid i remember i remember yeah, yeah, I'll say the kid, man. Like, if you have a good wife, like, you'll be chill. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's a kid because, like, theoretically, you can divorce your wife. But, like, yeah. if you disown your kid like that, like, she has to be really, really bad for you to disown your yeah. kid. You know what I mean? Like, that's never going to happen. You know, like, there's, and, like, a kid, like, for the rest of your life, you know, they might be giving you issues. That's a potential. They, that, like, I'm not saying for sure that's going to happen, and I don't think that's the majority of the time. Or I don't know, maybe I don't know, but I think they have more of an option to give you help for the rest of your life than than your wife. Because, like I said, you have that like level of detachment and and legal boundaries that you can have from your wife that are less available to your children. Like you can, you can like be married to someone and leave them and it will come at like big like financial and also like social costs but i feel like it's impossible for you to leave your kid and it not cost you like emotionally like 
Yeah. It's like I I don't think that's possible. Um, yeah. One yeah, of those yeah, things, exactly right? right. <sighs> no, you're right. But um, and what about the wine, the liquor? Oh yeah, the wine. I was looking up an article. Uh, but like, like why, why? Apparently, like, I, I, like this is apparently this is like common knowledge that like wine, yeah, is wine oftentimes good for you, right? So it's like it's rich in antioxidants. Uh, it it's may antioxidant shit. It's a narrative. yeah, antioxidants. Oh. Everything is got goddamn antioxidants. I think you know. Yeah, I mean, anyway, it's funny. I, I hear everything either causes cancer or cures cancer. That's like one thing and the other, and a lot of these things they do both. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, rich in antioxidants may help combat inflammation, may benefit heart health, and I mean, there's some other ones. (laughs) It may benefit mental health. (laughs) That's uh, that's funny. Uh, may provi- promote longevity. Um, longevity and what? This article does not say just longevity. Um, what? Longevity in your life? Longevity in bed? Like who, like where? Um, and it may <laughs> promote healthy gut bacteria. And I can see that because technically it's like kind of like a kombucha. It's it's uh, it's, yeah. it's fermented. Okay. Okay. All right, yeah, no, but yeah, shout out to 45 year old wisdom. Shout out, yeah, hopefully, we'll see you again. Yeah, so, like, just speaking about our week, I believe this was Friday. Um, Luke, you know, was you know, left us alone. So, Ari and I, to end our nice little week of bonding, we decided to go on a great time, yeah, no, it was a good time. It was a good time. I didn't expect me and Ari to get off this. You know, this well, but you know, we had a swell time. <laughs> that was but, very uh, important because, like, us like getting along at the beginning was crucial to the rest of this year going smoothly. Yeah, fair. And like, I feel like you and Luke have had numerous sleepovers, and me maybe not. So it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, nice little one week sleepover. And uh, all of this to say, we went to go see a movie together. Uh, yeah, that sounds a little weird, but yeah, that is what it was. Okay, men can say that out loud. It was talking now, so. Yeah, no, no, not a sleepover. Oh, I'm talking about the fucking the date. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. So we were on a date. Okay, it was like, uh, yeah, it was. And a we date even held hands. Like, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, just chill out, chill the fuck out. Okay, no, we yeah, didn't hold like, hands. We didn't all hold hands, and um, two two very important things happened at this movie. The first important thing that happened at this movie is I lost my AirPods that I'd had for one week. <laughs> okay, so can you give me a round of applause there, please? Let me pull it up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, wait, this needs to come off. I don't know. That, the cheering is much weirder than the clap, but yeah, you're good. Yeah, it's done. No, no, yeah, just you know, did that. Just PSA to anyone that owns AirPods, like hook up the Find My immediately. You get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you need that shit. Don't be like me. Uh, don't be like D. And then the second important thing was like I actually enjoyed the movie. I feel like I didn't expect to enjoy it. Like I'd heard so much about it. Uh, you know, it's like, I, I remember when it first came out, like, I'd never watched the initial Top Gun. I went to go watch the initial Top Gun. Still, I still hadn't seen it. And 
you know, we had to go watch it. And, like, it wasn't, like, an awesome movie. It was a little bit cheesy, but, like, I had a good time. Like, it kept me engaged. Like, I laughed, you know. Like, I felt some emotion in there, like, some cutter emotion. And, you know, it was, it was a good time. And we watched it on uh, Screen X or something yeah, like X. that. So That was yeah, interesting. I had never been to Screen yeah. X before. It was, like, so for those of you who don't know what Screen X is, it's, like, the two sidewalls are also screens. Like, they project shit onto those screens. It's not, like, the official, like, I guess, like, movie, but it's, like, you know, similar, like, scene kind of beside it. It was kind of cool. But we picked a really bad spot. We, like, sat all around the left, and it was just kind of, like, looked a bit distorted. Mm. I stayed focused on the screen. But, like, it was a good movie. And I was going to say, Luke saw the movie, too. What did you think about it? I remember you were saying it was, like, real... American, like well, patriotic. Like, I, I, you know, honestly, um, first of all, I'll be honest, I didn't think the movie was like, like, okay, the, the context because, um, William, one of like our, like my, my close friends, our, our mutual friend, like he, um, he, he told me to watch this movie for fucking weeks, and this is why, like, I didn't want to watch it. Like, every oh, single time we hung out, he's like, this is the best movie I've ever fucking seen. I don't like, I'll be watching these fucking podcasts. <laughs> Especially Andrew Schultz, he's like, like we peaked. Like we movie theaters can close down. All this shit. Like I saw it, and like don't get me wrong, it was very very entertaining. But like, bro, it was buying. It's like not even scratching the fucking nutsack of the be- like of, of the title of best movie. But I'll say this: I um I miss movies like this. You know, I feel like in the modern age, like movies have to be something to sell. Like they have to. You know, there's categories, you know, you could be like an Oscar bait movie where, you know, very deep motions of unique shots. You can be a very like artsy movie. And I think that as an industry is way larger now. Like people are really into artsy movies to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if in 20 to 30 years, those become the mainstream, right? Um, And there is still mainstream movies, but they're very different. Like Marvel movies, right? Like those are mainstream movies. But I remember back in the day where there were just a ton of blockbuster movies that never got sequels or maybe had one or two sequels. There wasn't this whole interconnected universe, which is what sold the movie. It was just like, this is going to be a good movie. You're going to go in, it's going to kick ass and you're going to have a good time and you're going to go out. You're going to talk about it for a couple of weeks and you're never going to talk about it again, maybe until the next movie comes out, right? Like the best examples I can think of is like Transformer movies or like, you know, like uh, different Michael Bay flicks. Like, you know, like I think about 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street. Like, you know, no one was planning to make a 22 Jump Street when 21 Jump Street came out. Actually, I don't know that for a fact, but it's just a good movie, you know? So it brought me back into that where it was like, yeah, they probably brought this movie back because of like nostalgia baiting and like there was a market for it. But I feel like it was just a good standalone film. Like you have never seen the previous movies. I still thought this was entertaining. I still thought the characters, I got who the characters were supposed to be, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I miss movies like this where it's like, let's make a movie. It's not going to have a lot of substance from a story standpoint. It's just going to be a kick-ass film to watch. You're going to like, you're going to love the scenes. And that's it. Like, think about that fucking volleyball scene, dude. Like, like, are mm. we really saying that was driving for the plot? 
Like it was just a scene that they knew people would want to see. You know what I mean? It was team building. It was Come team on. building. It was actually yeah. and like in, in that scene specifically, like the the commander like came by and was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And it's like yeah. he asserted his dominance by saying, "Yeah, we're yeah. doing exactly what you told us to do." You know, exactly. I'm building the story a little bit. You know, it shows yeah. like Tom Cruise is like getting comfortable in his position, taking the the appropriate yeah. risk. You know, without like breaking in the, the crucial part. within the rules. And you're saying the crucial part is they, they had to do a shirtless and like die for six, seven weeks. To, I mean, that's, you, you that, part is all, this, that part is on the road. You know, like <laughs> that scene, they actually had to shoot twice. So the first time they were on like an eight week, like intensive diet. And then like they got shredded. They shot the scene, the clip, the scene didn't turn out well. And then they had to go on another fucking diet just to show, uh-huh. like shoot that scene again. Nice. Hey, man. <laughs> they had to do what they had to do. It came out awesome. Saying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it came out awesome. This is Great why they job. get paid a lot of money, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, for like, that kind of money, like, yeah, if I can alter the shit out of your body for that role. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, if I was an actor, I'd for sure be doing steroids. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Thank you. You need to do steroids. I'll just hire the best personal trainer in the country. That's, that's what I was going to say. What do you mean, dude? Like, all, like, the majority of the people in the fitness industry that people look up to are on steroids. Like, maybe not super intense steroids, like growth hormones, but they're at least on TRT. Like, who? Like name anyone. Like what about Larry Wheels or you know like any of these fitness? Know, like that's what I'm saying. You guys, just, you guys aren't even Kevin, like Kevin Hart's. Kevin Hart's guy just trained. He's on steroids. Kevin Hart's guy. I, I haven't looked into him, but like, there's a chance. I, I wouldn't oh. be surprised. Okay. I mean, yeah, you, I don't know. No, I I I, just, I didn't know you knew that much about like steroids. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know very much about steroids. Oh, guys, I'm into Why fitness, do you know so much okay? about steroids? I'm into the fitness world, okay? And that means you're into steroids? No, they talk about this a lot. This is like a ongoing. Do you not watch these guys on YouTube? Like more plates, more dates. Like Derek, he's like a chemist who talks about like workouts and like how they. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think like we're really? shit, but the most elite dudes that I watch that work out are NFL guys. <laughs> yeah, I watch like you know, like yeah. I think I was watching one of the videos today, Arya, and you kept interrupting me, and I was like, bro, like I'm like in my bro zone right now. <laughs> I, 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 I will, like okay, yeah, no, I, I think like definitely Luka's on. Like steroids, I don't think are an unpopular thing. Like they're definitely no. popular, um, especially in acting, like. like yeah, it's just like don't they don't they make your you know your peepee small? I don't know, man. I like, think that matters to every man, though. Yeah, not, not really. Steroids make the good. These you know, like, I'm also right talking now. about like there's different levels to steroids, right? Like just like how there's different levels to drugs. Like there are things like. Like you can do like growth hormones, which are not like going to be completely disruptive to your entire like physical makeup. It won't pose like significant long-term health risks. And what it really does is just like, uh, like essentially encourage stronger muscle growth and muscle retention. Like there's certain like guys, like you, like there's so many of like this shit out on YouTube. Like I've, I've done deep dives on this when I'm like high, just like watching shit. But like these videos where like a guy 
is like a complete noob and he works out for six months on steroids and they compare the results versus a guy who's natural and works out for five years. And the guy who works out for six months will vastly surpass. Like it's not even close. Like there, there are some of these things like you, like it's not like, cause like, you know what I mean? Like some people look at the rock and they think like that type of physique is attainable. Like naturally it's, it's not like you can't attain a physique like that. Naturally you can't attain the physique of like most of these, like Mr. Olympia guys naturally. Like it's, it's just physically impossible. They don't look, yeah. They don't even look natural, though. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Like, true. like, like a lot of people that don't look natural, like you stay away from. Like the dudes that look natural, like you get what I mean. There's, there's yeah. definitely a difference. Do you get what I mean? Like I don't. I don't know even think at that point. By the way, be honest. And by the way, just so we don't spread misinformation. Okay, steroid use does not affect penis size. Okay. You know, if right. anything, like certain type of steroids would, uh, they're saying would rush blood to your penis and maybe that will increase, enhance. They didn't say increase, they say enhance. Did steroid users write this article? No. Uh, this is <laughs> Dr. Dr. Ellis, MD. All right. All right. Thank you, Dr. Ellis. Okay. I appreciate your insight. Yeah. It's a blog, though. Steroid and penis size relationship. Well, on the note of steroids and penises, let's end it here. Uh, we're at time, so. <laughs> don't what? Come on, man! Like, don't don't shy away. <laughs> shy away from what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're all glad that steroids don't affect penis size. We can all finally get on with our lives, then I guess. Um, it just shrinks well, your balls, right? Not your penis. Oh, okay. I didn't check balls. Yeah, it reduces your strength. <laughs> no, but that's natural because actually like it actually makes sense though, right? Because when you think about it, like if your body is being injected with like a massive amount of unnatural testosterone, it all of a sudden feels like it, it shouldn't have to naturally produce it. Like it's so just one of like what you're they, saying is like injecting steroids is like coming all over your body. <laughs> You, it's like yeah. that's why people who are on steroids are more horny than normal because like your testosterone yeah. is like testosterone. like you're like i did a fuck yeah oh shit yeah so i i checked steroids and balls and i see men's health in a word yes steroids will shrink your testicles oh so yeah. it wasn't the penis station because the nutsack yeah issue. yeah it's the nutsack issue so the, there oh, you wow. go that's why oh, they're wow. fucking, like, injecting the shit like the way the zero field like my balls i don't give a fuck about fuck about the balls kids i don't need kids all i need is wine and a young wife <laughs> You, you know how little men care about their balls? If you ask, I guarantee you this, if you ask, like, all guys, would you get rid of your balls but get one extra inch on their dick? No guys with <laughs> <have> balls. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm fucking around. But you, you get what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like a lot of guys would take that, like, extra okay. inch. Oh, me included. I'm not fucking, like, I, I don't want to, like, sound like I'm fucking taking a high road. I would have no balls. Like, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh wow, testistic testicular atrophy is what shrinking balls is called, ladies and gentlemen. And on Just, that note, let's move on to our community <laughs> highlights. So, ladies and gentlemen, what do you have to read? Anyone have anything to read? Please, something educational. Um, <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Ellis, I didn't know. Anything other than Dr. Ellis, please. <laughs> he talks about penis enlargement. Testicular enlargement, other procedures, 
costed financing before and after. <laughs> you have it all handled on drellis.com. So I have something to read. Um, but uh, shout out to my boy Sharif. Uh, he was um, for a very, very long time, you know, um, uh, he was telling me to watch and read this anime slash manga called Finland Saga. Um, and this is actually based um, uh, like the, the setting when they drew the anime was actually based in Newfoundland. So it's like uh, it's like it's really based in like Canada, Newfoundland, Greenland area. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a Viking anime, but it's actually about like a guy who his father's like a legendary warrior, but he died due to like a really unfair duel, and he grows up wanting to avenge his father, but he gets the opportunity taken away from him, and he actually goes on a path of peace. So it's like it's very interesting. I haven't really seen like a character like this written before, so interested in seeing how it, it ends up. Um, but yeah, that's what I have to read. Lovely. Anything to watch? Yes, bro. I'm so fucking excited about this. So, man, like, I feel like maybe no one, no one in the audience is going to relate to this. But there is this anime out there called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And if anyone knows anything about this anime, like, it is like Araki is one of the guys who inspired, like, everything. Like, he is up there with, like, the creator of Berserk. He's up there with, like, like, everyone knows Naruto and all these animes, but they don't know the fucking OGs, right? It's like, it would be the equivalent of, like, if someone knows, like, WizKid or even, like, a generation beyond WizKid, but they don't know the OGs that put everything on the map. Like, this is that guy mm-hmm. in, like, the Japanese, like, manga and anime world. Um, and his anime is so, like, long-lasting and influential. And one of the beautiful things about manga is it allows an artist to not only write everything, but also draw everything and publish everything by themselves. So it's a, that's one of the reasons I love manga so much. It's like a artist's full creative vision. It's not like one person wrote the script and then someone else is storyboarding it and shooting it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's one person's vision put onto paper. Um, so this series, essentially the manga has eight or nine like seasons essentially, but the fifth season of the anime, it came out on Netflix last year, like, in the fall like i'm talking about like september october time and for some reason they released like 30 like half the episodes and just nothing like no one said anything no one was like the second season's the second half of the season's coming out next year no one said like oh it's it is actually gonna get finished no one said anything they were just like half the season got released and nothing and then randomly i'm in fucking wolf and i'm in the bathroom and i open netflix and the rest of the fucking season is out. And I was like, what in the world? Like, what is this? And uh, yeah, I'm so fucking excited. I, I, I'm not finished the season yet, but like it, the second half is just as good as the first half. So I'm excited about that. If you can't tell from my fucking rant. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that was like the most excited I've seen you in like years. <laughs> uh, I have one to recommend too. I just started watching The Crown. Like, Okay, I'm not the biggest like fan of the royal family. Like, I just I don't really care in general. But this was pretty interesting because like I was talking to D about it today too, and it's like you know it's like historical milestones that are like displayed and and, and storyboarded, and it's like kind of cool how they how they acted those out. But you know, like still like a drama, and it's like all made up. It's fiction, you know, for the most part. So it's like it's kind of like a cool mix to see there, like just to see you know like. Queen Elizabeth being so young and, you know, like, like her, it's just cool. History is cool. 
in general. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's I think what I'm trying to say. So I uh, I I would recommend people start going to watch uh, The Crown. Also, Rip Lizzie. <laughs> I ain't got shit. All right, what do you got to eat? You know what? I'm gonna start doing a, my own segment on here, which is uh, like Luke's cooking tips. Um, I want to give one of my classic, classic cooking tips, and I feel like this is one of those tips that when I tell people, they actually do it. So I know it's a pretty good tip. Which is, if you're gonna be eating bread and it's gonna be savory, and you toast it, you can rub a garlic clove on the bread, and the garlic clove will actually dissolve into the bread and enhance it with this really good garlic flavor and aroma. Um, this is one of the only tips I've given to my sister, and she's followed and <laughs> with so many other people too. So I think it's simple. Just give it a try. Like toast your bread and then rub it with a piece of garlic. And then, you know, if you're making a grilled cheese, a sandwich, anything like that, it really does like add like a little, little later. It puts a mayo, all of a sudden it's garlic aioli, you know? I, I listened to that tip myself. I actually made D do it, like when you were. Away. I was gonna say Arya yeah. literally made me do it, like a couple <laughs> of days ago. Is this where you got it from? <laughs> oh shit! Like, he said it a long time ago. He said it like maybe like a year or two ago, and I was just like, I was like, I just remembered it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried it out. Like, like, oh yeah, like this really works. Yeah, it's a it's a it great really thing to do work. in the kitchen with the girl up with a girl too. You rub it on and you like smell it, and you're like. <laughs> okay, Ooh, I don't. I don't do food with garlic, but okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't go near the kitchen with women. <laughs> Unless, uh, shut the fuck up right there. Just don't go any further. <laughs> uh, boys, yeah, not, not our kitchen, bro. Not our kitchen. What do you got to listen to? Anything this week? Yeah, um, you know, I've been uh, in a little bit of my emo era, so I want to give a, uh, a couple of songs. I I don't know, it just makes me feel some stuff. Um, I want to give a shout out to Dance by On Off On. Uh, it's a Korean song. I don't know any of the lyrics except for the chorus, which is in English, which is why I know it. Um, but I don't know, it's just, it's just kind of vibey. And then this other song by Joji called Glimpse of Us. I love Joji because if anyone knows anything about Joji, he used to be this guy called Pink Guy. And Pink Guy's whole persona is disruptive and chaotic and offensive. Um, and then he turns into this R&B artist that sings really sweet music. But you actually see Pink Guy in all of his songs because what Joji does is he takes really fucked up personal like like problems and makes it beautiful. Like Glimpse of Us is essentially a song about like, him like leaving his ex and being with someone and he sees some of his ex in this person and he's kind of rationalizing and admitting to himself that like this might be one of the major reasons i'm with you because sometimes when we're together you start to like essentially seeing like i see a glimpse of the previous us in you right so i don't know like he sings it in such a beautiful way but when you really dive into the subject matter i think he's a master of making super dark themes into beautiful songs, which I like. So Glimpse of Us and Dance is my two recommendations. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Mr. Money with the Vibe. Uh, like, 
Yeah. He finally dropped his debut album. Um shit is pretty dope. Go check it out. I I, I like it. I like it. So yeah, that's my recommendation. And like the song Ario is just singing Subaru mixes on there. That's a standout if you ever heard that. Um Peace Be On to You. I really like the intro of the first song, Doll. Organized is pretty good. Zaza is pretty good. Decent amount of good songs on there. Just yeah, go give it a listen. You might not understand it, but just fuck with the vibe, okay? <laughs> Let's go. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I just got one. Um, there's another one I haven't listened to yet, but uh, okay, I'll, I'll just kind of like preface that one. But checkmate. It's like a new song, Corday and Hit Boy. Um, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, but the one that I, I want to listen to that, like, I just noticed came out. And, like, I should have noticed this earlier. It came out, what, like, five days ago or something like that. But 24K of Gold, like, it's Big Sean and J. Cole. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, those are two names that I can't afford to skip. So, oh, is it from out. the – oh, yeah. Uh, Big Sean Detroit. dropped the Detroit tape. Sorry. Yeah, when was that? Yeah, like, last week, Friday. Like, Detroit came out, yeah. like, you know, back in the day, like, 2009 yeah. or 2010. But like he drops it on streaming Yeah, it's OG tape. Shout out Olo for reminding me about that too. By the way, but yeah, Big Sean dropped the Detroit tape. Yeah, that's what you're you're recommending, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's also like important to shout this out. Like, I don't know. Like, I was thinking about this today, and like, rest in peace. Like, um, obviously, um, just like a couple. Like, I think maybe was it today or yesterday? Maybe today, where at least I found out that PMB Rock um passed away, unfortunately. And you know what's interesting? Because I feel like in university, I really did like PNB Rock. Like, I especially like the Cash These Vibes album. Um, but for some reason, I felt like it wasn't like a popular take. So I almost like stopped listening to them as much. It's weird. Like, I feel like music has like this popular appeal aspect of it. Um, but I think about that now, you know, like today where I'm like, oh, like these other people's judgments about this artist made me make like a, uh, influenced my decision to like continue to listen to him yes or no um and i really did like him like back in the day so i do want to like give a couple of shout outs to just some songs on his album um obviously i don't think he'll need it to like no but obviously like there she goes i think is a popular one um but there's i think there's a lot of others that are like really really deep and beautiful like i like friends off that album as well which is like a little bit different um, but yeah, you know, rest in peace. Rest in peace, rest in man. Peace. Yeah. His, uh, his song Selfish was like the number one song on Apple Music today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was kind of wild. But yeah, man, rest in peace, being Rock. Well, that brings everything to a close. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. We love you very much, and we'll see you soon. So, till next time, one love. One love. Mwah.